Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another Video Games to the Max. This is episode 243 of the show, and I am your host, Sean Garman. Of course, this is the official Video Games podcast at W2Net.com, and we're a partnership with Last Word on Life as well, part of the Last Word on Sports. And here as with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well... There has been, as we get closer and closer, we're almost pretty much a month away now from the consoles releasing uh, to start that next-gen, even though a lot of the games, again, won't really be next-gen for a while. But, um, you know, still, we're getting, uh, we got a lot of info, and we'll talk about that uh, between PS5, basically showing you all the parts to... Sony finally really revealing how, you know, save transfers are going to work and game transfers and uh, everything to bad rumors to other things, you know, Microsoft revealing their commercial um, uh, and even Microsoft getting involved into, into GameStop, too. So we'll, we'll talk about all that stuff. Uh, but just because there's so much to talk about, uh, there's just been this game. That maybe a lot of people don't know too much about because uh, not everybody is is big into playing things involving solitaire. But Mark, They're you've lost. been playing this uh, solitaire conspiracy. Yep. Uh, how I, you? How I you? I got like? it like one day, and I beat it in one day. <laughs> <laughs> it was that short. Yeah, I read, and then I like reviewed it the next day. I wrote my review like that night. Uh, yeah, it's like it's basically it looks like a cyberpunk solitaire game. Like it's all neon and black, you know, blacks. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool looking. I think it's like built in 3D also. It's just, you know, different than most solitaire games. Let's say that. Um, so yeah, you have two columns and you have a third column in the middle. And that's where you're supposed to play, place the ace, two, three, four card, you know, build up the mm-hmm. pile. And you drag cards from the other columns like on top of each other. Um, and like a descending order. Like you can't place a higher, higher card above like a lower card. You can place like lower on top of higher. And the whole trick is like trying to get the lower cards 
out of a pile, and then the two cars and the three cars and stuff like that. Uh, it's really cool. It has, like, a full motion video with Greg Miller, which is less cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm, ki- I'm, I'm kidding. He's fine. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's neat. The only problem with the game, it's really short. Uh, like, I finished it in, like, under three hours, and I think the, I read the GameSpot review, and they said they finished it in five. And I was like, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, basically just have to get up to, like, rank 15, and the game is over. And it ends with a, it ends with this, like, choice, but, like, you don't actually pick a side. So it's like, you basically have a choice of picking between, like, the good guy and the bad guy, but you don't pick anything. It just ends. <laughs> and it's like, this is really weird. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's really nice looking. Uh, good music. Yeah, I mean, it's a short game, and I think, like, the full price is only 12 bucks. Which is good. Like, if it was like a $40 game, I'd be more pissed. But it's, you know, it's in the same same price range as, like, most other solitaire offshoots. So, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, important part is that, uh, you know, it, it still stands up to the other, like, solitaire games of its ilk. Uh, well, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's not as long. Like, you know, like right. Regency Solitaire or, like, uh, Oh, solitaire! What the hell they're called? Um, check. Yeah, but like dual max solitaire, um, or like two hundred. Like they have like two hundred levels. This has like oh thirty, two maybe forty. Yeah, at least it but, doesn't wear out its welcome though. Like it gets to the point, yeah, and then, right. You know, it's not. And, yeah, sorry, good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I I quite like it, but I just wish it was there was more of it. You know, I mean, it's a game that like like me wanting for more, honestly. Yeah. Well. Maybe uh, it'll do well, and they can make a number two. Or... Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I I don't know how. I mean, I I don't know much about the developer, but he's done other stuff. So good on him, I guess. Yeah, that's the important part. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I I think it should do fine. I, I saw some other like Giant Bomb was did a quick look for it, and um, you know, it's there's it's getting it's getting uh some. I think it's a positive so. buzz for sure, yeah. Which, I mean, but, you don't normally see for games like that. It's usually, like, very niche and... Yeah, like, the last so. one I can think of is Regency Solitaire, and that was, like, six years ago. <laughs> yeah, oof. That long ago, yeah. Maybe but, five, but yeah, I was, just, I was that, up there. <laughs> that tells you uh, enough right there. Um, yeah. So, uh, speaking of, because you mentioned GameSpot, unfortunately, uh, they had to... Uh, endorse some layoffs uh, due to yeah. being acquired by Red Ventures, and that's always the um, the issue that kind of doesn't get talked about enough sometimes about these acquisitions. Yes, it pumps more money into the site so that they can keep existing, but a lot of times uh, you get people get let go um, because they start wanting to put their own people in, or uh, or yeah. just say, okay, let's um. Uh, you know, there, there's, uh, there's redundancies in certain, like, we don't need this many people covering this department. Like, we can certainly. Well, like business cut it. or like stuff yeah. like that. I, that's more, that's more obvious because, like, yeah, you yeah. don't need two of the same business, like yeah. two of the same accountants, you know. Yeah. Up the, the, well, and they know, may just say, okay, we don't need, uh, 20 reviewers. We just need 15 or we just need, uh, this many people doing news or whatever, you know, like, we don't, I don't know. Mark doesn't know, 
Uh, we really don't know the amount of people they got laid off. All we know is that there are certain uh, major people like Ashley O, who used to be with um, with Polygon, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, she's been let go. She made a big announcement about it on uh, Twitter. Uh, Will Fulton, who's part of the Australian team, and a lot of the Australian team. Yeah, well, the, various... a game fight Australia is done. Yeah, which is terrible because um, they were. I always saw good content coming out of the GameSpot Australia. Uh, oh, the one that see. Yeah, go ahead. The one that I liked is uh, was Jess. Was it Jess Edwards or no, Jess? Uh, what's her last name? McDonald. Yeah, McDonald. Thank you. Uh yeah, I liked her quite a bit. Uh like she was fit a good personality, and yeah, it's a bummer if he's gone. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like Ashley or Jess McDonald will probably get. Um, you know, other gigs, but it just, it just sucks yeah. to, and this is a pretty, you know, like big site losing people, yeah. and, but, uh, and that, you know, that's why some people talk about having these mergers or these buyouts or whatever. This, this is the bad side of, of right. what happens on that end. I mean, even the great Disney had to let people go, 28,000 people let, uh, let go from their parks because of the pandemic, so. Um, you know, that's, that's also terrible, uh, for those. Well, at least that's so. a little more understandable since they're part right. and open this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, GameStop's still putting out content regardless of what's going on, but yeah, it's just still not great. And heart goes out to all those people. Hopefully you get uh, jobs pretty quick here. And well, let's go into some, uh, I guess cooler news, or again, lots of news between Microsoft and Sony this week. Some of it different, some of it uh, stuff we've been kind of wanting to hear for a while, and some of it just bad. Uh, so let's start on the Sony end because they they re- uh, released a video uh, showing off the the teardown of the PS5, which was basically showed you they had this huge heat sink in the system to avoid it like getting hot and um. They showed you how to screw and unscrew the stand. That you have to use a screwdriver. I thought the stand looked cool. Yeah, it did look cool. Um, you also that they showed the uh, screw that you have to undo to get the SSD drive out, uh, which again, not very complicated. But I can see a lot of people don't want to mess with their systems, and I can understand that. Uh, start trying to get a tech person to their house to to like. Uninstall the. Takes five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was scared to do it on my end. I was more scared of losing all the, the um, not necessarily the saves, but like just everything when I did it because you have to do that whole like making sure you have the correct um, update downloaded and and all the like the firmware that that goes into the PS5 to make the PS5 you know work, and you have to yeah. like load that back into the PS4. That was the part that worried me was. It wasn't so much taking this hard drive and replacing it, it was that. But then once I did it, I was like, oh, no problem, no big deal. And now I have uh, one terabyte drive in there or whatever. So, um, yeah, so hopefully the, it looks like the PS5's very similar. Again, the, uh, regardless of whether you use a priority drive or not, SSDs are going to be expensive. Um, so get ready to shell out somewhere in between $200 if you want to upgrade the amount of gigabyte storage that you have inside your system. 
Or I guess if you want to buy an external SSD, I guess that's possible too, but you got to make sure it runs uh, at what uh, Sony wants you to, um, to make your games work the way they should. Um, Microsoft also announced they were going to have people make more of the different kinds of those um, NVMe things. We'll see what gigabyte amounts they release eventually, but well, I have hey. to imagine at least one one terabyte. I mean, well, one terabyte. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Standard that they already have. But like you can, yeah, I can totally see them releasing like a 500 gigabyte one. I doubt that. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Maybe. But I, I just think people just get pissed. You know, they're like, why, why is it smaller than the drive that's already in there? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if all you want is additional storage, you're not replacing it. You're just adding additional storage, which also I think that's the thing with the S, the, the difference between PS5 and PS4 is PS4, you were replacing the drive you had and then adding more storage. This one apparently just adds more storage to the yeah, internal yeah. drive. Because the PS5 one, it's built in, like, into the motherboard, so. Yeah. So that's, that's cool too, is like, you're now just like, adding your own external storage, which is cool. And you can kind of, I guess, go back and forth. Like if you had an external drive. So that's, that's cool on that end for the PS5. I think that people are just making a big deal about, Oh, I have to, I just, I love the fact that we have to fuel this stupid war so much that we, we have to have people really saying that it's, uh, anti-consumer, to make people have to use a screwdriver to make the sand come out. Well, or as, not. I mean, think about. I mean, I know you. I know you can just plug in a drive. But think about if you wanted to actually upgrade the drive in the uh, Xbox One. You know, you can't technically do it. You yeah. Gotta part half the system in order to do it correctly, or you know. <laughs> no, people were making more fun of the stand. The fact that the stand requires a thing that you unscrew yeah, I would, and like I, I, yeah. I wanted to do that because it'll actually be secure like that's the thing <laughs> well yeah like the thing is though too I'd much rather have it that way and also I just love the fact that people that think that they listen most people here's what you do you unless you just constantly change your what you put your systems in or you're moving your console around from upstairs to downstairs to I take it to my friend's house to I have to take it to work if you happen to work in a or like if you happen to uh I guess work in a thing where you're constantly mobile and you have to take it with you on a trip or something but like that's a very small amount of people most people will put it in one thing unless again you change your entertainment center because you get bigger TV or something like that which is again usually you buy the TV once and you you don't move it and, like, you're not going to constantly be deciding whether you have it upright or you have it to the side. Or have it upright to the side. You're going to do it, like, one or two times, and that's it. Like, people act like it's something that it's, oh, it's this cumbersome thing that's going to be so out of the realm for people to do. It's, uh, just dumb. <laughs> Come on, guys. I, like, I like the jokes of people going, oh, let me go buy a tool set now or whatever. But the, the ones just, 
hating on Sony because they gave this, uh, did this was just, uh, I don't want, it's just silly. I mean, I, I bought my PS5, pre oh, PS4, sorry, in like 2015, I think, or right. 2014, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. I haven't moved it since. <laughs> it's, been on, it's been on the top of my original Xbox in my room since, you know, since I got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I moved it because we, we created that game room. And then I, you know, had a, I bought a new stand and made a stand or whatever. So I moved it from yeah. upstairs to downstairs. But again, after I did that, it has not moved from there. It is there. I mean, except for one time right. I took it to my, my girlfriend's house and then it's been there and it's been in the same spot. But like, same again, like, unless you are constantly moving stuff around in your house and that's a very rare thing, yeah. you're going to keep it in the same position most of the time. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I, I think I would much rather it. that too than the one that I think that looks like the Series X has. It's just there and yeah. kind of hangs off. So, because yeah. apparently it needs to stand, I don't know why it needs to stand if it's not sitting, if you put it to the side. Yeah, it needs to stand to stand vertically, but I don't know why it needs it to be on the side, but whatever, right. I guess. Um, you know. I mean, the only system you really move around is the Switch because it's literally portable. So. Right, yeah. But it's just, like, I'd much rather have what the thing the PS5 has where you can decide to have it or not. And yeah. whereas with the Xbox, it seems to just be always on there. Or wasn't the PS4 one you had to like buy it separately? Yeah. Yeah. So like at least they're not charging the, you for it. Think about the PS2, like that, that that vertical stand. I mean, they even had a stupid horizontal stand. It's like, what? Why? You know, but the vertical ones. Uh, I never bought a stand for the PS2 and put it vertically. Yeah. But they did but have that, one. I mean, that, believe me. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm sure it did. I'm just saying, like, I just had it on its standing vertically. Yeah. I mean, I had it horizontal because, like, I knew that, like, the disc tray and the PS2 sucked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. It's just people, I guess, getting mad about nothing. But it was cool to get to see that. Like, they pointed out things in the PS5, and it looks like really well designed. I was like legitimately shocked. Shocked they put that video out. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, well, Microsoft put one out. I think like six months ago or something. Um, yeah, but that's a lot. I mean, that's more pie in the sky. It's not like you know a month before launch. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I didn't even know the Microsoft one existed until I saw the Sony one, and then there was a video like, "Oh, here's yeah. Microsoft's teardown." I was like, "Oh wow, they really did that." I didn't even know. But, um, well, yeah, it didn't make yeah. quite a big impact as the Sony one, but also the, the other thing I thought of was like the, the hundreds of YouTubers who are going like, God damn it, about now they can't do their own teardown video or, you know, yeah. popular as Sony. Or, well, like even Digital Foundry, right? Like that's normally a thing that they do. Sony did it for them. Yeah. So, well, the one I um, always watch is I think Spawn Wave or something Spawn yeah, Spawncast, Spawn I think, or something. Yeah. And yeah, he always does like teardown videos and I'm sure he was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and everybody had the reaction video to this thing that yep. was not given subtitles, so if you didn't know Japanese, you're not... I, I watched the uh, Modern Vintage Gamer one about that one. <laughs> Any uh, interesting tidbits there? Uh, he said the stand was pretty cool. Like it was a good feat of engineering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I, I also, think that that's cool. It's, I mean, also ahead. the system looks pretty modular. Like that, especially that like Blu-ray drive. Like that thing just like popped off. Yeah. Say like, wow. But I'm I'm actually really impressed with the fan situation because 
I don't know about your PS4, but mine, like, certain games make it sound like a jet engine because of that fan. Oh, no. Um, I was playing, what was it, uh, was it Doom? Yeah, it was Doom. Yeah. Like, Doom was playing on my Xbox One, and all of a sudden, she just goes, and go, vroom, and I'm like, yeah. holy crap. Something that thing's gonna overheat and die here. <laughs> I mean, that's why. I mean, when, once I get my P- the PS5, the thing, the game of my first play, uh, first planet is Last of Us Two, because I'm yeah. afraid of playing it on my PS4. <laughs> wow. Well, I yeah, don't blame you. I even took apart my PS4, not all the way, but like enough to get to the fan, and I like I blew it out with like you know compressed air, and that didn't mm-hmm. do a damn bit of difference. <laughs> it's like. Damn it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I did appreciate that, that, like, apparently on both systems, they made it very easy, and Sony said that they wanted you to as well, and Mar- I think Microsoft yeah. also noted this, is that they want you to clean it out. Right. Right? If you, if you can. Uh, so, like, that's another thing that I think is so crazy, like, you would never think to tell people to do that in previous generations, but now it's a thing that, like, they're now encouraging you to do. Uh, just to make yeah. sure you keep your thing, not that it's going to overheat, but just to make sure you keep it clean, you know? Right. I mean, well, also, like, you know, think about, like, a Super Nintendo. Like, that thing never got hot because it had no moving well, parts yeah. or, you know, nothing. Yeah. Well, and also, like, the games are it's running is not yeah, like... It's a good... uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think um, that that's what's uh, funny is, like, you know, all of a sudden, I think towards the tail end of like, after we did the podcast last week to, like, the middle of this week, there was this big rumor coming around made by a French uh, YouTuber or French, like, uh, for you video, uh, yeah. Ken Bogard, that had come out with this rumor of the Series X gets so hot, it's like a microwave. Watch out. Yeah. And... Then all of a sudden you saw Jeff Bacalar and some other people coming out being like, it gets hot, but I don't know where he's getting this idea that it gets hot to the point where you need to worry about, like, your hand being burnt or your entertainment system it's in being burnt off or I mean, I'm whatever. sure it depends on, like, his setup, like, if it had good airflow or, you know, anything, stuff like that. I mean, they have an entire point. thing in the top that's all meant for the air to come out of. I mean, it's it doesn't have this huge heat sink like the PS5 does, but it is built in a way to where that the air comes straight pushing out and cools out. And yes, it's going to get hot with this releasing air. I mean, like, what does he expect it to do? Like, I, I don't know. I just think that it's being overblown because, again, people want this, like, let's have something to be yelling at each other about because it fuels I mean, the fire. I don't know. Just, my problem is there was, like the 2013 Mac um, uh, Mac Pro that, yeah. had, that was like that garbage can case like that form factor and the biggest problem with that thing was the heat sink or like you know the heat flow right so I mean I'm sure it gets hot I doubt it gets like as hot as he says but I would I mean yeah let's say you're playing a game you know a game for like six hours and you touch the back of that thing it'll be hot. <laughs> And especially yeah, I mean, the other one, the PS4 and Xbox One get hot. Yeah, but not, I mean, mm-hmm. not that hot, I would say. Yeah. I mean, that's why the PS4 sounds like a jet, because it's cooling off or trying to. Yeah, I I just think that, like, it'll be interesting to see once we're they're running Xbox, whatever you consider, Series X games, which, yeah. 
the first one comes out pretty quick now with um the medium being announced for coming out a month after uh which apparently is not coming to Xbox One and like uh so we'll see I guess if it gets super I just don't know I feel like Microsoft wouldn't be letting people have preview units if it was having that problem to the point where it's dangerous I mean I could see I I could directly see that like think you know I can see them having better units. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or, you know, getting shipped like, I mean, it's a conspiracy, but shipping like, you know, better better made units to YouTubers or like, you know, CNET guys. And then when it comes out for like, you know, the public, it'll be slightly worse. No, I mean, like, you know, Sony didn't really give out the PS5 to a bunch of people and they were very controlled. It, it's a, it was a very controlled message of what they showed off, which they I mean, they did show off, uh, bug snacks got, um, some more gameplay and that's now a launch game, which is cool. It's one of the games I was kind of interested in. I mean, obviously it's still going to PS4 and PC as well, but it's still cool that, you know, it's there and, um, they, you know, they showed off some of the things. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Let's just, let's see how it goes. Um, one of the other big things that we kind of been waiting on with PS5 is, especially with Microsoft getting to show off everything backwards compatibility with these preview units, uh, Sony finally kind of came out and talked about how backwards compatibility is going to work, uh, PS4 transfers. We talked last week about how saves are not going to go for every game. And two of the big ones is Yakuza and Dirt 5 right now, which are still the case and uh but the games this is a really cool feature i uh, still don't know how that's if microsoft is going to work the same way i think it does i know that if you just plug in your external drive you can run the stuff off there but will it just work the same way that sony is saying which is uh you sync your um you sync your your login you know your ps plus or you yeah. just your login for your system, right? And it will have all of your games in your library there. Now you still have to uh download them again onto the system. Yeah, but that makes that makes sense. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, they just magically show up. Right, they're not just going to magically show up on your system, but you can also just put them into a hard drive, right? If you have an external drive, or um, you can also trans you can transfer them over. Via Wi-Fi from the PS4? Yeah. Right? Or, or well, a LAN cable. You can deal with the LAN cable. Yeah, you just plug, um, a, plug a you know network cable between the two and go, go. 
uh, you're going to need, you know, 200 gigabytes free uh, from the for the drive if you use an external drive. But yeah, you can just bring over all of your games instead of having to download them one by one. And you can stream them from the PS4 if you want to, but it's very much the same thing as uh, when Microsoft sure. says you can play the games off the external drive. They won't yeah. have the boost in gameplay uh, yeah. that you'll get off the PS4. It always makes sense. Like, if you're using it on another system, why are you going to get the the PS5, um, you know, the the PS5 upgrade if you're, you're using something else to play it on? Uh, and then... Uh, it's very nice that they also revealed that there's only like 10 games, I think, that don't work on the PS5 right now. All the big hits. Um, which maybe probably the biggest game is Shadow Complex. Yeah. That's like the, and that's maybe like the Hitman Go if you're a huge Hitman Go fan, but you can play Hitman Go on like your phone. So you don't. Well, it's not Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of Kuma. Yeah, or a TT Owl of Man, which I think they've given away at PS Plus like three or four different times. Um, yeah, Shadow, Shadow Complex is like the weird one to me, especially yeah. because that's an Unreal Engine game. It's, it's not like Epic; they still exist. Like they, you know, they didn't shut down, obviously. I mean, right. uh, so that's like the odd one. I mean, I even have, I think I have a, I think I have a digital version of that, but I know I have a disc version of that from Limited Run. Um, that's the odd one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it's funny, it's like DWVR, which I don't even know what that is. Afro Samurai uh, well, 2. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't even think you can buy Afro Samurai 2 anymore. Didn't they, like, cancel that? Or, yeah, like, I think so. You funded it? They're like, this is terrible. Sorry. <laughs> Afro Samurai 2, TG Alabama, Right on the Edge 2, Just Deal With It, Shadow Combo Remastered, Robinson, The Journey, We Sing, which that kind of makes sense because there's songs that you have to license. Yeah. Um, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, which I'm sure like Rock Band will have some. I don't know if that's going to have some issues of songs like being taken out because maybe they don't have a future game console thing in the contract. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, Shadwin and Joe's Diner. I was going to say, do you think any of the Rock Band stuff will even work or guitar? You know, we'll see. I, 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 there's supposedly a post on the Rock Band forums, but I haven't been in there in so long. I need to actually look. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like, I don't know. So we'll see if I like, even I'm sure, I'm sure, bother like, with it. The rock, I'm sure the rock band like disc will work. Like if you have that and even yeah. like the download version and you can probably use those controllers, but like, yeah. Cause you still have to have the dongle. Yeah. So they said all the peripherals work except yeah. for, um, I think it's like, this is the same thing. I think people are very upset about this, but I think this is the same thing as the, you can't use the PS5 controller to play PS4 games. Yeah. So why would you be able to use the PS5 camera to play PSVR? Like, that doesn't make sense. It was made for PS4. Why would you be able to use a PS5 thing to play a PS4 thing? That's, well, I saw yeah. uh, one thing about the teardown. Someone was going like, oh, it doesn't have a uh, port for the PS, like the PlayStation 4 camera. And I was like, yeah, I, I they already said it didn't. Like, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be some free thing that they send out to people that have the PSVR. Like, if you want to use your old camera, like that's not news. Like, well, it's not if you want to use your old camera, you have to use the old camera. Yeah. So, but I, I, I mean, again, like, I feel like the very small amount of people that are going to 
other than like for a beat saber or something like that, that's like a continuous game that maybe you play as constantly. Um, you know, I, I just don't, I don't think that there's this, there is a, a huge amount of people that like playing VSPR. I'm not saying there isn't. Uh, obviously they have like so many million of those things sold, but right. I think there's way more people like you and me that have it sitting there. And after I mean, the game's kind of dried up on it, you're not. Well, playing. you're. I'm different because I have a Quest, so I actually use that a lot more often than my PSVR. Like, I never had quite enough room for the PSVR either, so I, that, that's one thing I've been considering selling to get raise money for a PS5. Like, I'm, that's, I've been I'm considering that, too, of how much would GameStop... Actually, you know what? While we're on this podcast, let's see if GameStop even has that on their website of how much they give out for a PSVR. I mean, I wouldn't go for GameStop, but... <laughs> well, I mean... If you don't want to do it another way, where, yeah. Um, oh, did they take that off their site now? Yeah, it looks like from Reddit they did. Oh, they took it off because you technically can't do trades because of COVID. Yeah, okay. Because they don't want to have to touch your stuff. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Okay, never mind. That make oh, never mind. Here it is. It's on the bottom of the site now. I'm gonna get fifty bucks. Uh there's the camera. Okay, well, they take this stuff separately. Okay, so the camera you get twenty four dollars, twenty two if you um want credit. Or wait, hold on. Oh, they only give you credit; they don't do cash for that. Yeah, it's not surprising. Okay. Um, and what about the actual like headset? Did they not take that? Uh, probably not. Oh well, yeah, probably not, right? Because it has to be on your head. Yeah, they disinfect it or, you know, do whatever. But they still sell it, obviously, so... Yeah, they still sell it. Uh, okay, yeah, so... That's... Oh, they probably also don't want a bunch of those things sitting in the store. Yeah. And nobody, like... They're freaking huge, and no, and nobody buys them, and they're stuck. Yeah, they'll let you sell the camera and the controller. The little aim controller, but not the not the actual right. headset. Yep. Well, I don't know. I, I guess you do would have to find a, a third. If you find a somewhere to sell it, that I don't have to worry about. I'm just so scared with eBay to sell anything because people are so. Um, no, sell it on Craigslist or uh, Facebook Marketing or Facebook Marketplace. That's. Yeah, because eBay people screw people too badly <laughs> that I don't want to wind up packing something and they go, "Oh, this got a smudge. I want my money back," and then you get screwed. <laughs> Um, so speaking of GameStop, uh, so all of a sudden out of nowhere, there was a report that Microsoft had made a multi-year partnership with, uh, GameStop to basically let GameStop, like, be sort of a Microsoft store where, um, they're going to kind of take over GameStop's back end and they're going to use the cloud and... You can, uh, they're gonna, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I read more of the column. It basically sounded like they're just gonna have, like, Microsoft, like, program, like, running their, like, running their computer systems. Yeah. Uh, and having, like, you know, every manager will get a Surface tablet, cause that works so great in the NFL, apparently. And it does work in the NFL. They use it all the time. Well, wasn't there, like, a few coaches that are, like, just old people, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Well, yeah, but she, if you go to the sideline, you can see, Every quarterback is looking at the surface thing to see the plays afterwards. Uh, I mean, uh, 
I think this is cool because it gives people a way to use something like the Surface to, um, you know, it's way better than using the, the old archaic computer systems that a lot of these stores have. Um, obviously, this is going to give, you know, they're going to get, they also get bonuses for selling Microsoft stuff. So, I mean, you know, there's a, there's some you're, stuff. You're fair to there. get hassled when you walk into a store. <laughs> And you go to get hassled anyway. What's the difference? Uh, yeah, I think being able to like stuff. make all access easier, I think, is better as well. It sucks for me because I'm already getting the thing the way it is. But um, you know, I think it, it, having that all access program there and you explain it to people, and you could get a lot of people getting Series X's or Series S's that way that may not walk into a store and really be thinking about. The system, especially during the holidays, I think when people are trying to save money and going, God, what can I get my kid um, that's not going to cost me $500 or whatever? And somebody walks in and, hey, you can get the Xbox Series X or S for $24 or $34 a month. What? Okay, I'll do that. I mean, not that everybody is. I'm sure if their kid asks for the PS5. They're going to try their darndest to get the PSI. That's what you do. But yeah. maybe there's a call that gets made to that kid and says, hey, I can get you the Xbox right now. Like, you know, would you be okay with that? And then we can get the PS5 later or whatever. You know, I wonder if there would be any changes. People would change their minds considering that that would be available to them if they walk into GameStop, you know. Obviously, you still have to have the stock, right? It's not like those consoles come out of thin air. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, but this is a good for GameStop, right? There are, obviously GameStop's still having to fit the bill. They're still going to have stores closing and everything. But maybe this, uh, this gets them some attention. Maybe people will go into the store more. I'm not sure. Do you think that this maybe leads to, if this, there's a, you know, surplus and people go into GameStop, maybe Microsoft winds up buying GameStop at some point? No. Because they're closing uh, all their Microsoft, a lot of the Microsoft stores. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they really want to get into it, like, only, you know, only to went to this little, uh, you know, building, or, you know, taking over retail spaces. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, think, I could see them uh, consolidating, maybe, and just having not so many. Oh, and, speaking of that, like, a few weeks ago, I actually went to a Think Geek store. Oh, you did? Yeah. How was that? Uh, weird, because it was basically like a GameStop without games. <laughs> and a lot more Funkos. Oh, I'd imagine that, yeah. But the funniest, the funniest part was, the ThinkGeek store was two spaces down from the GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised they're both still there. Well, I said, wouldn't you want to put these kind of at the opposite ends of the mall? Like, you know, not literally like next to each other, or, you know, one well, space. Maybe between. they both had those spaces already, and... yeah. GameStop just uh, happens to own ThinkGeek now. Yeah, well, what's left of ThinkGeek? I mean, yeah, I, I think you're putting like too much stock into this. Like, I'm sure there'll be like a few more Microsoft crap laying around, but it's like it's not going to mean a hill of beans to like the regular person who walks in there. No, I'm sure and not. I, I especially think, like, if you're not there for Microsoft stuff. Well, I also think like it might actually like imagine if you go into one of these places and you go, "Hey, do you have a do you have an Xbox or a PS5?" Then the clerk says, "Oh, we have." You know, one PS5 or no PS5s. We have 20 Xboxes. So they're gonna go. What's the, you know? What's the problem with that? Or you know, what's the 
why do you have so many? <laughs> or like, yeah. what's wrong with it? That'd be I don't. Question. I don't think that there's all of a sudden going to be this like surplus of Xbox stuff in there either. No. Like, I, I think I think we'll see more Microsoft, maybe more Microsoft branding, and like maybe they start selling some. Maybe those surfaces that you see, they start selling those or things like that. I, but like, yeah. The nice, I, I guess the nicest thing is like, I mean, if you go into like a Best Buy and you actually see like the computers they use, it is like fucking 20 year old technology. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So if they upgrade the computers at least, it'd be kind of nice. Like their point of sale system, but I doubt it. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> that's what it felt like to me is a lot of it's the infrastructure. It's not so yeah. much the. Because, I mean, it's not like they're going to stop selling Nintendo and, oh, yeah. and PlayStation Sony stuff. stuff. Yeah. So, I, it's like, you're... But, I mean, it's nice. It's like, it's the same thing as Microsoft technically is uh, helps Sony with their infrastructure for for their streaming. So, like, you know, it's kind of like that. It's not so much we're going we're gonna to see a ton of things change but i don't know who knows maybe maybe there it's I mean, like a little bit of a helping hand and we'll see what goes on after i remember back in the day like sony used to have stores it's up like, by itself that sold sony crap and that thing yeah. went away a long time ago <laughs> oh well that as soon as well because most of their man they used to be known for so many other things and now it's like playstation is one of the biggest things keeping them afloat yeah you know, like, remember they had phones, whenever they had uh, their yeah. TVs were like, everybody wanted a Sony, and now it's like, there's so many different options. Sony's so expensive on the TV, and that... Uh, Although, yeah. it is always hysterical when you watch like, a Sony-sponsored TV show or movie, but everyone has, like, a Vio, like, laptop. Yeah. It's like, what? People <laughs> still really want those? <laughs> Well, it's like, first of all, they're barely sold in stores anymore. And second of all, it's really conspicuous. It's incredibly distracting. Like, see, like a, like a, you know, some high tech spy put a Sony Vio laptop. It's like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like there's not a better computer they could have right now. Ah, uh, but, uh, speaking of Sony, we were talking about them again because they also revealed, uh, trophies are getting like upgraded. Yeah, so, mine, that happened to me actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the trophy levels basically went from one to one hundred to one to nine ninety nine. Yeah. So I'm sure Microsoft will probably do the same thing. I'm sure. Yeah, my uh, trophy level went from like seventeen to like three hundred or something, or like four hundred or something like crazy. Uh I mean, okay, sure, I guess why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Cool, you know. Trophy level. <laughs> I, I'm guessing the the people that like really love their trophies, and there's a lot of people that do. Uh, you will... Yeah, those people are weird. I mean, yeah. it's kind of nice, but like trophies and achievements haven't mattered mattered for years. Oh, there's people that still just absolutely love going and getting. I, mean, I like that little thing that pops up when you do something. Uh, they um, still like I I was I completed like the first. Level in Doom or whatever, and it did that. It gave me like sixty G yeah, or whatever. My, it's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, my trophy is like level is like three hundred six. I just checked. Uh, I mean, it's cool for games that you care about, but I mean, most of the time it's just like, all right, sure. Yeah, I don't. There's not like I feel like the achievement hunting thing was a bigger thing previously. It wasn't. Yeah, but even like 
achievements for 360 were the big thing, but achievements yeah. for like the Xbox One, like no one really cared because it didn't seem like Microsoft cared either. Well, also, I mean, like about the amount of people that owned an Xbox One compared to a but 360 tro- as well. I mean, Persona 5 Royal was cool because like once you got certain trophies, it unlocked like themes or like that's what they should be doing more of. Yeah, they really should. They uh, they should do things like that that unlock other things besides just oh it's a score cool. And, or like uh, hey there's a new gamer icon it's like okay great thanks. <laughs> Sony will like changing those, but again that's I think a very small. Yeah. Um, it's like the Sony will that like changing their avatar on a message board or whatever. Right. Um, or like so, the, I mean at least the 360 avatar stuff was kind of worthwhile for a little bit. I like those. I still have my little guy there. And I think they didn't they try to like retrofit avatars back into the Xbox One and no one cared. <laughs> they did. It wasn't as uh nice as the 360 one, so yeah, that's why nobody cared really. Yeah, like they they didn't have the customization or even like the like buying options. It's like, hey, I can't if I can't buy RoboCop's head, then what's the point? And it's not really like movable. Like he didn't move around and stuff like that. Like on the 360, like, it kind of felt like it was a thing. Also, it seemed like no game really used it. <laughs> oh no! Well. Yeah, it was really just a thing to to have. That's it. Yeah. Um, and also, it, this was so silly, but to like uh, apparently there's an improvement being made to like the online store, uh, and yeah, on I mobile. Talk, I talked so, to games about this. And he's pissed. <laughs> that yeah, you can't uh, uh, the uh, you you can't buy uh, PS3, PSP, or PS Vita games through the PSN anymore. So, uh, but it, well, it's yeah. It's basically you can only buy game like if you want to buy a PS3 game, you have to like boot up a PS3 and like buy it from you know that PSN or from that. I like, mean, are you itself. really using your PS3 still at this point? I guess I mean is, that's and... that's what I told Jens, but he I guess he's still a big PS Vita user and like he's like, oh, I just did it like last week, and I was like, I'm thinking like, oh, you're the one, okay, <laughs> like, okay, you're still using your Vita, cool, man. <laughs> we'll see if we're not at this point. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's kind of a drag, but also, like, I'm sure it's just legacy network crap. They just don't. It's yeah, just not, uh, you know, economically viable enough to keep up. We know their infrastructure is not. It's always kind of kind of wonky with their online. So the fact that your old stuff for consoles that they no longer use and most people don't is not continuing to, to like, exist doesn't surprise at all. Like, yeah. yes, those stores should only work on those systems if you're still using them. I mean, yes, it's, it's cool to like be able to go on the website and, and just, you know, like, uh, it's cool to go on the website and just be like, okay, I want to buy this old PS3 game. Cool. And then go in and download it. But I mean, are you really still booting up your PS3 at this point? Like, not really, unless you're needing to play some PS2 classic that... I mean, there is a lot of PS2 classics and PS1 classics that are still not uh, v- available outside of emulation yeah. uh, that are on there. But again, like that's just a very it's small a, crowd of people. Yeah, it's such a like uh, small case, or, you know, just such a small number of cases. I'm sure that's like, we don't care, you know? Like, <laughs> Also, my PS3 still has that... I was scared... It would do that same thing like the PS4 does, where it runs. Oh yeah, mine too. So I mean, loud that I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like this thing's gonna blow up." 
I have a, uh, I mean, I bought it used, but I have a launch model, 60 gigabyte PS3, which is nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a great. But it made sense and, to have because it's the only one that could do the backward compat. Yeah, I mean, that's why I yeah. bought it because of that, that stuff. But I'm like, yeah, like, even when I bought it, it sounded loud. And I got a lot of, like, used from a GameStop back in the day. And it's like, I haven't turned that thing on for years. Like, if I ever do turn it back on, I'll need to, get, like, get it cleaned out first. That's exactly like, where I ran, I got mine too. I actually had to, what was it? The first one I got had a problem where I like would keep freezing, whatever. So I had to buy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another one? Okay. And yeah. I mean, mine still, last time I tried it, it worked, but that was like seven years, six years ago. And also, I think the last thing I tried was Yakuza 5. I got like a code for it, and the game install was too big for my hard drive. (laughs) Oh, the game itself was bigger than the 60 gigs or whatever? Yeah, because it needed, like, double the space to, like, download the file and then unzip it. And yeah. it's like, oops. It's like, you need 7 gigabytes more. And I'm like, I already cleared out this hard drive as much as I can. <laughs> like, yep, impossible. <laughs> uh, speaking of Yakuza, since it used to be a big uh, Japan-only thing, they are apparently changing the PS5 controller in Japan to where, for the longest time... Uh, and this is still, this was the way that Final Fantasy VII worked, where Circle was confirmed and X was cancel. Yeah. Uh, and I remember having to get used to that because every other game was the opposite. And it's been that way for a long time for even the PS4 used it this way. But for PS5, um, the X button will be confirmed on PS5, even, even in Japan. So. Here's the thing. Uh, why can't you just remap that in the system level? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Like you can't, I mean, but that's always been a game thing, right? Whether you could remap buttons or not. I mean, some games, not every game, but yeah. But it's like, I just, I mean, the Switch lets you do that. Like, it's not every, every single, you know, thing, but you can do it. Yeah, I mean, they did add that, like, to the firmware for the PS4 at one point. To, okay, yeah, to I thought, I thought they did too, that. but it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure, if just people just go in and change it back, probably, and, you know, or not. I mean, if it is, they may just get used to it. <laughs> yeah. I think it feels more natural to have X be cancel, or X be confirmed and circle be cancel, but hey, what do I know? <laughs> right. I, I am used to it, so that's why I say that, I guess. Yeah, I, I, after Final, I think I would go in and change it on Final Fantasy VII because it would annoy the crap out of me. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not doing this. <laughs> We're at the, do this for one game and the other games, no. Um, yeah. 
I do remember having to do that back in the day. I don't remember which console it was. Um, there was a lot of games I would play. There was two games I would play, and they had completely different controls, and I would confuse myself going back and forth between them. Doing, yeah. I think it was two sports games that I played uh, that that happened with. I guess but, uh, I think uh, Mario, the Mario Switch Collection thing, it has like inverted camera controls, and it annoyed a lot. Of, annoyed, annoyed some people. Oh yes, that is very annoying. Like if you're used to, if you're not and used you to using inverted controls, then yeah. And you, and you can't switch it back in the system level. Like you know, people were hopeful you could, but you can't. So they're just pissed. Ah, well, you know, they'll get over it. They'll just still play the game anyway, probably. Yep. And well, Microsoft is also, you know, they teamed up with GameStop. Uh, they had to fight off a rumor of the Series X getting hot. And now they have finally figured out a wraparound. Very interesting that after Amazon announces that they kind of come up with a wraparound with their streaming thing that hasn't even really come out yet, Microsoft then announced that they will have a Game Pass browser app that will allow them to basically go around the iOS's uh, thing of, well, you got to go through the App Store and blah, 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 and... Maybe Epic should do this, and they just got burned again by the courts tonight, today. Yeah. That doesn't surprise that they ruled in Apple's favor. I mean, yeah. did they really expect that it's Apple's store? They can do whatever the heck they want. And also, they're not the market leader everywhere. If they were the market leader everywhere, like um, Microsoft had to deal with, right? Yeah. Then... You would probably have won, but you're not. You are the market leader only in America. Uh, and even then, it's not like Android and Samsung have this way less, you know, this absolutely lesser, um, you know, fan base or whatever. So, right. yeah, I just, now I don't I know, mean, Google taking it out of their store, that's another thing, but. I, I, I see this as an interesting thing, but I see this as being very touchy or like me. Avenues to be screwed with or like hacked or something like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, how well is this going to work? I mean, is this going to work like, you know, Game Pass does and the other situations? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're supposed to make uh, xCloud work on the PC at some right. point. And they are going to want to bring, you know, xCloud to, to all of the um, uh, other platforms that it was going to be on. But, uh, you know, I think. This is good. If it ends up working and, and Microsoft can get it to work, then, you know, Apple may have to reconsider something. I don't know if they're going to be able to put a block into their, into Safari or into Chrome on. Yeah. To be able to block this, but we'll see. They're saying it's, it'll happen in 2021. I don't know. Maybe they'll work something out. Who knows? But the fact that Amazon yeah. is not wanting to deal with Apple should probably tell you what's going to happen with Microsoft. Uh, but yeah, I just found that interesting that um Microsoft's determined and why wouldn't they, right? If you can get these people to play on iOS and pay your fifteen dollars, man, that's a heck of a lot more people that, right. are, that are paying you money. Uh and also uh, you know, hot out the presses of Bethesda being bought by Microsoft, Bethesda are now announcing compilations, which I don't know how many people are going to buy said compilations. On an Xbox well, platform. But you're not going to buy the Prey compilation? <laughs> I mean, sure. Just... Uh, like, 
it's I think it's good that these are coming out, right? I mean, all these games have been out already, so they should have collections at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you you got Wolfenstein, which is a you know had like four different games, you know, made for it. So yeah, should be a collection, right? Uh, Dishonored three games collection, Prey. I don't know about that. Being all a two Prey games. Well, it's the Arcane collection, right? So um, all, all Prey and the game? DLC. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein has at least nine Wolfenstein games, or at least five. If you well, take it's the, the new top. ones, right? It's not. The... Yeah, but they still they own they own all the old ones too. I mean, yeah. So you have to imagine they just put that in there as an extra. So it's like, hey, here's a here's a PC version of you know Castle, you know Wolfenstein, you know something like that. Well, so, Castle Wolfenstein. Uh, so far, it's just the the recent release ones. It's not the other ones. Yeah, but. Still, I, I think, um, it's neat. I mean, if, if, like, this, all, this is all stuff that's gonna, Dishonored is already on Game Pass, and so Prey was gonna leave, and then now it's not. I mean, like, most of the stuff, if it's not on, it's gonna be on Game Pass at some point, and just stay there. So, at least on an Xbox platform, even on PC, I mean, how many people are gonna buy this? I don't know, but on PS4, and who knows if they're gonna get, on um, PS4, maybe. I, I just don't know. I mean, how many people actually own all these games separately, also? Yeah, I, I uh, mean, the Prey Collection is like, it's, I mean, you can still buy that game. Like, it's not like, like I think about, like, the Bioshock or the... Uh, well, plus you can buy Dishonored for cheap as hell. Dishonored yeah, 1 and 2. Too, Prey 2, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, at least with, like, Bioshock, those are the previous generation consoles. I mean, yeah. so is this, but it's like, everyone's already kind of played it. Like, there's no, like, great love for Prey 2, no offense to it, but, like, it's, I think it's too new of a game, or just too, you know, current. Yeah. No, I mean, like, these are neat ideas. If you happen to run across somebody that just has never played these, then, and wants them, then cool, right? But, I think for anybody that has been a, a gamer at all within the, these previous generations has played this at some point. It's been released as part of a PS plus or games for gold. It's been, um, you know, it's been on a sale. You probably bought it on a sale really cheap, right? Yeah. So, and probably can get it on a sale really cheap right now, um, somewhere. So that's oh, the sure. thing too, right? Is, I mean, again, neat idea for Bethesda, but I don't think this is going to be like raking them mo- in money or anything. Unless it was like every game for like, in like one package. I mean, that may be yeah. fine, but I, I yeah, for like that. very, uh, very cheap price, then sure. Yeah, it's okay. Because those are great games that you're getting for the most part. I mean, some of the Wolfenstein expanses are not so great. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't like Wolfenstein too. So okay, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Um, I liked Wolfenstein too. The story, I didn't necessarily like the. I had to play it on baby mode because they just. It was hard. I mean, yeah, it was also the PC mode. PC version like screwed up, but I'll, like I got to the New York City like the skyscraper part when you hook up with the one chick, and like it's just like a nonstop. Like enemies assaulting you, and I was like, "This is not fun." <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, was not at all. Oh, and I also, man. I also didn't like how they made it like more of a shooter and less of a stealth game. Because I like that in Wolfenstein, the other one, the first. Yeah, Wolfenstein. I like that you had the option in the first one to do both yeah. if you wanted, and this one did not really give you that option at all. Nope. 
Well, um, we're going to go into a territory of people being terrible on the internet. Wait, when does that not happen? Yeah, I know. But, um, so, Spider-Man devs are now getting online harassment from recasting Peter Parker's face. And to them, I say, really? To them, like, I see gamer. It's called gamers being gamers. <laughs> it's like, this is the re- this is one of the reasons why people... You'll see a lot of people that like to play games that do not want to even be associated with the word gamer because you have so many people act like this over a face that you hardly see in that game. He is under the mask most of the time. Who cares? Yeah. Like, yes, I get it. He doesn't look the same. Oh, my God. But it's a remaster. They can do what they want. You don't have to buy the remaster. You can play your PS4 version just fine. It's like, God. Ugh, you know, yeah, it's like, not like hate- it's not like they went and changed Mario's face or like Crash's face or I don't know, like something more iconic than you've had three different Spider-Mans in the live action yeah. movies. Like the hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like some uh, not is it Insomniac. Yeah, Insomniac. Yeah, it was like some yeah, Insomniac like community manager said he was like getting death threats and. <laughs> Just you guys gotta shake your head and go, you people are idiots. Like, come on, you know, like, jeez, evil. Like, again, like, doing that online does not help you. It just makes things worse for people, and especially in a time when we don't need any more negativity than we already have. Especially with yeah. uh, you know an election coming in less than a month. Like, come on, just stop doing dumb shit. Um, yep. Speaking of having to do, uh shitty things uh thanks to that stuff with um Mike Zamont at Lab Zero Games 505 has now announced that Indivisible uh which as a game I really enjoyed uh is not going to receive any more new content well there went the cup that I had thank god it didn't have anything in it uh so Lab Zero is not going to get any more content after the upcoming switch patch yeah, and I like guess it it's missing yeah. like a bunch of uh, promised or you know announced guest characters. Yeah, which sucks. Like that, people that are really enjoying those games are enjoying that game, and that game is beautiful looking, by the way. And it's it's a fun, you know, side scrolling game that was very well done. Um, you know, I've I've played it on both the Xbox and and Switch, and. Again, very much enjoyed. It just really sucks that they didn't get to finish what they want because this idiot here, um, making, you know, inappropriate sexual comments and doing things he shouldn't be doing. And yeah, I don't blame 505. Uh, but you know, a lot of the major staff got either walked out the door or got, you Fired. know, <laughs> let go. And yeah, that's not a whole lot you can do. It's just, this wasn't a great week for, um, for, for, uh, Game dev stuff. I guess uh, that, uh, I mean, this isn't like that newsworthy, but that Crucible game also just found I got to put a stake put through it. Yeah, I can't comment because I never played it or anything. Yeah, but neither did I. It doesn't I surprise me at all that a game that got unreleased basically is now been canned completely. Like, again, proving that maybe Amazon just needs to not make games. You know, just because you're a big company doesn't mean that you need to put your finger in everything. Or put, a, your, put your pie in the, you know. It's like, yeah. I think there was a uh, article by, I want to say Cecilia uh, 
than Anastasio uh, uh-huh. about yeah. like Amazon, like why they keep trying to make games. <laughs> and her takeaway was basically like, hubris. Like they think they can, but they just have the money to. Yeah. But it's like, that's not a good reason. Or that's not a valid enough reason because her article is basically like, oh, they have a ton of people and uh, you know, a ton of money, but there's no passion to make games. <laughs> yeah, it's or like you no, can say like, what you want about Microsoft, but at least those people are passionate about the game development. And Microsoft yeah. went and didn't buy, like... Man, they went and bought Bethesda, but the the uh, other studios that they acquired were not these like humongous studios that... You know, they went and bought these small studios, you know, and Exile. Uh, yeah. Uh, Double Fine, you know... Um, and, and, uh, you know, Obsidian is sort of, you know, well, say what big, you want, like the guy yeah. who runs, the guy who runs Microsoft, like he's an actual gamer or, you know, he's been around. Yeah, like Phil Spencer has absolutely turned that, the perception of Xbox around from the terrible Don Matrick years, uh, where it, it feels more like a game company that is inside this huge company instead of this business that is trying to, be in video games, you know. Yeah. So her her article was uh, Amazon wants to quote unquote win at games, so why hasn't it? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah I, no. It's the same thing really. of like Amazon having that streaming thing. Like, good on them for having something that's cheaper than Stadia and whatever. But and the fact that they have Twitch, I think, will might help them. Yeah. But I still don't think you're going to have all these people deciding that they want to just do the streaming thing. Like, I, right. there's a reason why PC and consoles are still selling, because people want those systems, and the arca- the infrastructure is not there to support that. It's going to be a niche thing, and I think until maybe 5G will help it, and this is, you know, way down the line, if Amazon and Google can survive long enough in those, uh, in that realm, if they don't just right. decide to quit. But, I mean, I could see Amazon staying in, I mean, it's a big failure, because... They're just like that, but I don't see Google Stadia lasting past two more years, given how yeah, Google's so, far. so bad about just dropping shit when they, you know, when they feel like it. So. Yeah, or you know, the minute it, I mean, it's not even profitable, profitable as it is, but like they announced those like new Chromecasts for like 2021, and they don't, they're not Stadia compatible, and it's like, like that doesn't make what? sense when Stadia is not old; it's new. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stupid. Um. I wonder if that just means already Google's like turning their their eyes to something else and not yeah bothering with Stadia. Um, yeah, so that's not great. And that, like um, something I, I wanted to talk about. I so I'm gonna be upfront here and say that you know I never made a game before. Um, anything that I've learned about game development is from reading articles, reading books, or you know, listening to creators talk about their process. So I'm not going to sit here and try to say that I know everything about what it takes to make a game or anything like that. I wanted to preface that by saying that I feel like, um, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 has come under a lot of fire for various reasons. You know, they delayed the game a couple of times. And recently, you know, this is something that really we should have talked about last week, but I I left it alone because I knew something like this was going to happen. Because it's when it comes to crunch, it's like an ever evolving story a lot with these games that that come under fire for it, like Last of Us did, yeah. um, like Red Dead did, 
Not that it makes uh, people worry about whether they buy the game or not, because obviously those games sell, and Cyberpunk will sell. Um, but obviously buying the game also helps those developers as well, so, um, you know, that's the thing you have to weigh. But I think, like, you know, I have a lot of respect for Jason Schreier as a reporter. Obviously he has a lot of good contacts. He has made a name for himself now as someone that reports on crunch. And now that he's at Bloomberg, of course he probably has even more license to do that because they like hard news stuff. And it's, they're not a video game focused thing like Kotaku was. Um, so like I get it. And he obviously wants people to know that, Crunch is not great, especially when it's mandatory. But I think sometimes, like, I'm starting to get this vibe, especially this week after he's been in the news a lot for just not being a great person. Um, See, I, between, don't, I don't follow him, so yeah. I don't know any of the drama. So. Well, he blocks he blocks almost anyone that that uh, I've I just been, like, trying not to get in the conversation because I feel like if I ask any question, it'll just block me. Even though I could just use the network Twitter to find out anything because, you know, I was like that platinum development guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, uh, yeah, he's very much like no, but he's even worse. Like at least Kamiya, yeah, Kamiya yeah. has like reasons to do that because people are mostly just bashing him. But people ask legitimate questions to him about things or point out discrepancies in how he pushes what sometimes feels like an agenda and they get blocked. Right. Yeah. And so like game informer did a 10 minute, uh, really good discussion on the subject of CD project red and, uh, how differences in, you know, our culture here in the United States to over there in Poland and what they think about work practices over there and the way things are protected there as to here and the fact that, yes, the company did say they weren't going to do crunch, right? They weren't going to do mandatory crunch. And apparently there have been certain um, workers that have been crunching for a year. But when your head of the company says they're going to take 10% of the profits of the game and give it to those workers, and also they're going to be handsomely paid for the last part of the game that they're pushing to make they've already gone gold and that they're, yeah. they're pushing to do so they can get it out and they don't have to delay it again, which that's something that the workers decided not to do. They didn't want to delay the game again because why? Because a lot of times when you delay the game, that just means you got to crunch longer. So like, I get it. Like I totally understand what Jason's trying to do. And I, and I under, and I think that that's admirable. I think that that's good that he's pointing out crunch in the gaming industry. A lot of times developers are very, terribly underpaid and forced to overwork. But I think in the case of CD Projekt Red, I think we need to kind of give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt of like, yes, there were people that probably didn't want to do it. Right. But I think there was a lot that felt like, let's just get this over with. Let's just get this out the door and then deal with the other stuff that comes afterwards. So like fixing bugs and, and doing the, doing the DLC or doing the update or doing the whatever, you know, like let's get the major piece out of the way. And I don't blame them for that. Like there's a, there's jobs in every job. Like, I mean, overtime in my job is currently is totally optional, right? Um, a job that I had before, it wasn't. There was times where, 
we had a situation happen and you if you worked in that department that dealt with that, you didn't have an option. You had to stay there until that was over. You got paid the overtime, right? But you didn't have the option of saying, oh, no, I'm not doing this because it was a small team. And that mean everybody had to be held accountable and you were going to be looked at differently if you said no. And like, but that happens in a lot of jobs. And I think this idea of, oh, this only happens in the game industry is weird, too. And yeah, think about like store clerks, like Walmart people who like work on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. You yeah. think they want to be there? Like, I mean, alone? there's a lot of jobs where you have to work a 12 hour shift. That's just how it goes. And like, and I mean, I think, that, yeah, go ahead. I think crunch, well, crunching. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. So overboard, but I mean, especially in Poland, it's better than fucking, you know, pulling a wagon. Yeah, it's just fucking different. Scrap metal, <laughs> you in know? Poland, it's a different thing than the way it is here. I think that's the part that's being, like, I totally agree. Mandatory crunch is awful. It's awful. It takes away from your family. It, it puts you in terrible situations. You don't want to have to be basically living at the office and all that stuff. Like nobody wants to do that. But I think when you as a company decide, Hey, well, let's push hard to get this thing out the door so we can just get it out. I think that's a different thing than, than, Oh my God, we've had to been working the same way for months and months and months and years. And like, I think, you know, what we saw it with a rock star and, uh, the Last of Us even, Last of Us 2, that it was revealed that basically the delay meant that people were just crunching longer. It wasn't necessarily that uh, they got more time to to it's work like, on I mean, it, it goes back to the old like EA spouse thing, and that was 15 years ago, I think, maybe even longer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think, like, again, people should be allowed, should be, should have be able to have a difference of opinion and like not be just made to feel like crap because they don't agree with this leading person's view on what crunches or, or like how it should be dealt with that. It should be, nobody should ever do it. And like, I think it's almost unavoidable in any kind of software industry. Like, there's a deadline at some point. And what are you going to do to make that deadline? You cannot just delay a game forever. You know, yeah. like, yes, you can delay things. And I think we all would love to say, oh, yeah, I'll wait another year or I'll wait another two years or whatever. But it's like, at some point, that money starts. I oh, think it's I think... really, it's a lot easier to say for everybody to say, oh, I'll wait 
but you're not the one that's you're not that publisher, right? I I, well, and think, I think it's about, different than Activision. Also, it's not Bobby Kotick making thirty million dollars a year and and all these other people making nothing. Well, look at like yeah. uh you know Duke Nukem Forever. I mean, they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it, and it eventually came out and was a mess. But also, like it it come out ten years earlier with the original like framework in mind, it might have been better. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy XV was the same thing. Yeah. Right. Look at like the that, mess that it turned into. I mean, it's a good yeah. game. I mean, There's I would say like, the difference with that is like, like Final Fantasy XV is a good game. Like, it was a good game, but also like it was just it was too long development. I mean, I I blame the, that more on uh, Nomura, but yeah, but like that was a thing of man, we could have had a nice like story that made sense and all the parts were in it instead of the mess that it turned to, and you didn't even get to finish it because you know. Some part of me worries that Final Fantasy VII Remake would wind up that way. That we're just, we're gonna put this so long in the tooth that it becomes to the point where you don't get to finish that either. No, I think they'll finish that. I mean, they're gonna have to, but, yeah. Or, well, maybe they have to jam more stuff into it and make less parts than they wanted to because it, well, it's gonna be like, uh, it's gonna be like Shenmue 3 or Shenmue 2 when they're like, Oh, this is supposed to only be the second part, but now I gotta cram parts two through seven into this thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I am legitimately worried about that in a way of like, yes, it'll probably sell. You won't have to worry about not making enough money out of it, but like the development time, the time you're taking to, to do all this stuff and, and redo all of this stuff and, and decide what you put in, what you don't. What cities you go to, what you don't, what mini games are in, and what are not, and and how you're going to do this and do that. And it's like eventually that gets tiring. And let's say you get to like part two and a part three, and then when you've still got half the game to do, like, let me tell you, know, you about let me tell you about a little game called Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a total mess on another end, but yeah, I I just feel like. These people that have just gotten demonized by Mr. Schreier's uh, loving fans, to say the least, don't deserve it because that guy is the one that's being an absolute a-hole to push being correct about everything when maybe you need to be a little bit more open-minded about it and not just hateful is what it feels like. Yeah. And I, I mean... Yeah, I- Crunch if, if he, is not great. I want to state that. Crunch is not great, but there are different aspects to it that I think people need to consider sometimes. Right. But I don't you, think you, what CD Projekt Red is doing is the same as things we've seen other companies do. That is terrible. The mental aspect of what those people have to go through is awful. I don't begrudge it on anyone. That I've, I've, The stories I have seen on, on Twitter, I've heard on people talk about is that I've read in books is that's awful. I don't want to see people have to go through that, but it sucks. It's just the way you handle it. I think is more than anything. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it, like you said, or like people said, it happens in every job at some point. So yeah. in, uh, and, and also just because Avengers is also going through some issues because yeah, no one cares. Uh, <laughs> They even had to come out with a statement that they're uh, hoping that the PC base comes back. Well, yeah, the PC know. player base has dropped to like below a thousand players, which yeah, that's not that's great. Not, not like, great, no. I don't, For I don't an ongoing think, I mean, game like that, no. I mean, 
I mean, I kind of looked at the Steam charts a little. Like, by the end of it, Marvel Heroes was getting to, like, you know, below a 1,000 players. But that game was around for, like, four years. Yeah, but also like, I think there was a, like, cloud hanging over for a while where people knew it was going to go down. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, like, Marvel Heroes it averaged, you know, about, at least about a 2,000 people per day. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, say what you want, but, like, that's better than this game. At the moment. It was mainly about, like, it had bugs. So they've kept having to release passes. Yeah, like, they had, like, this whole, they had this, they had this whole, uh, like, content roadmap they basically thrown out the window because they have to work on fixing the game first. Yeah, which is like, great. Don't you guys, like, don't you, at a certain point, shouldn't you, like, learn from, like, Final Fantasy XIV or Destiny or, like, other uh, other games of this ilk and go, wait a second, maybe we shouldn't release it in a broken state first. Well, especially like, being Square Enix, you have Final Fantasy XIV to look at. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as, like, original Final Fantasy XIV, but it's like, there's a lesson to be learned in this, and why didn't you learn it? <laughs> like, well, I mean, there's definitely people enjoying the game, and I've gotten a lot of out of the game. I think it's, it's also the mission structure, and apparently once you complete the story... You can't like you it's, can't replay it's, single player. It's missions. not the f- the funnest thing to do is go back and play all those missions and stuff. It's... Well, you can't you can't play them. You have to like delete your save to replay them. Oh, that's a what the hell? Yeah, and that's that's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. I mean, I, whatever. Like, even like, yeah, I mean, I just think it's funny because it's like oh, they're like, oh, we're gonna support this game for years, and it's like, yeah, okay, until. The player base is dead, and six months from now, you just kind of you release like one new character, and you just quietly dump it, <laughs> or you make it just free to play, and then and then which gets a lot of people to play it, just like Destiny. <laughs> well, get, speaking of getting an update, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Mortal Kombat 11 is going to get more playable fighters. Molina uh, is coming, uh, Rain. and uh, Rain is coming, which I know Saki was absolutely. Um, uh, in love with that, and Rambo with Sylvester Stallone doing the uh, voice. Ah, uh, yes, Rambo, everyone's favorite Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had Negan from Walking Dead, and like, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. It's like, I mean, that game is so goofy. They have, now they have a game that has like a RoboCop, Terminator, yeah, I mean, and Spawn fighting. You know, against why Rambo. not have Rambo? <laughs> All right, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and also, can, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate is going to have 4K, enhanced visuals, approved loading times, and uh, you'll get your smart delivery, and the PS4 version will also upgrade free of charge, too. So, that's cool. Yeah. I guess if you can't get Ash Williams from Evil Dead, Rambo's the next best thing. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Um, and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is going to get a remaster. It's coming out November 6th, so very close to when those... Um, uh, well, November 13th for Switch, so again, another game that comes out on November 13th, my god. Um, thankfully, Yakuza got moved up, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need another game coming out that, that day. And uh, number 6 for PS4, Xbox One, PC, it's going to cost, what, like $40, 40. on yeah. consoles, and 25 on, or was it tw- uh, 30 on PC? Yeah. So... That's good. It's think about the same studio made Burnout Paradise Remastered, which that was pretty fine. Yep. And it's going to have new achievements and car colors and all that stuff. So you were talking about that last week. This is the Need for Speed everybody likes. Well, this so. is a confirmation trailer, and yeah, they finally like, officially released it or announced it instead of just rumors. Uh, I'll probably try to get this. I mean, I like that game quite a bit. Yeah, I'll see. 
Uh, definitely a game I like, but you know, so much, so much happening around that time. It's, yeah, you know, it, it's strapped for cash. Has never been more at that point. Um, right. And also, Resident Evil is getting a. Okay, so they had a, the series, the Netflix series, got revealed like last week, right? Uh, a few weeks and, ago, yeah. And then now they've revealed that they're going to do a reboot of the movie series. Yep. Um, with obviously different um characters and 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 actors and actresses. Well, it's gonna like God. it's gonna follow somewhat follow the first two games. Like they're gonna have like Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, uh, and here's Claire the Redfield. weird thing. Yeah, well, no, that's the thing is the, the guy is like, oh, it's uh, the director says I want to get back to the first two games. So they're gonna have Chris and Claire Redfield and Leon Kennedy and Jill Valentine. The the problem with this conceptually is the first and game. Say, yeah, yeah, and like William Birkin, but it's like conceptually the first game is like 1996. That's when it takes supposed to take place. The, the second game is supposed to take place like months later, so it's like how how are you going to do this? Are you going to have like the first like twenty minutes or half hour be like Resident Evil One, and then like the, like the rest of the movie be Resident Evil Two? Or uh, with the way movies going now, it might be the whole first hour is Resident Evil One, and the second hour is Resident Evil Two because now yeah. movies have to be like two hours. I mean, uh, here's the thing: the thing about this is it, they have a, they actually have a good cast. Uh, Kaya Skodip. Oh, Skull Dillario, whatever her last name. Skull Dillario. Dillario, yeah. So Dillario, yeah. She's Claire. Uh, Hannah jo- John Kamen is uh, Joel Valentine. I think she'd be really good. Like she has that kind of look to her. Yeah, Robbie Amell is good. I liked him in Upload. Yeah, he'll be Chris Re- Chris Redfield and uh, uh, Avon Georgia. I guess <laughs> will be yeah. Leon S. Kennedy. He didn't really look like Leon, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that's a decent cast, better than like Mila Jovovich. Yeah. And, oh, thank God. We don't need that. But she's just going to ruin Monster Hunter now. Yeah, she's going to infect that piece of crap. <laughs> but it's just like such a weird like. And I saw that I'm like, that's a good cast. Like I can see everyone in, the, in that role, especially like Robbie uh, Amol as Chris. I think, yeah, he looks boring enough to be that character. I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> but I, I just thought like, how, how do they do this movie? <laughs> like. It's going to be interesting. Like, are they going to eventually brand, break it off into two movies and they just have all the cast ready? Or, yeah. Like, you know, or I wonder if that's like, what's going to wind up happening. They're going to get into production and pre production and all that stuff and they're going to be like, you know, maybe we just need to do this in two movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do Resident Evil 1 and then just do Resident Evil 2. And I so mean, why, that, that does, why whole... does nobody want to do some Resident Evil 0? I don't know. Well, that was the whole backstory about, uh, or the whole reason for, like, Claire Redfield and Resident Evil 2. She's like, oh, I'm missing, looking for my brother. He's been missing for months. So, yeah. Like, the whole, like, mansion incident was, like, t- like took place, like, months before. Right. And it's like, all right. I mean, I, I, like you said, I'll just do Resident Evil 1 as a movie. Or, like, at the very end, maybe introduce, like, Cla- uh, Claire and Leon. That's it. Like, have, you know, uh, Chris Redfield and Sherry Birkin, or Sherry, not broken. Uh, oh, I can't forget the medic's name. Damn. The, his, like, the little helper medic in Resident Evil 1. She was in Resident Evil 0 also. Yeah. And Barry and Jill Valentine. And they explore the mansion together. And, you know, uh, Wesker is kind of screwing with them. But, yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, 
this gives me a lot more hope than most other game movies because they actually have real actors. Or, you know, this sounds more believable, at least. It seems like there's definitely an intention of, like, righting the wrongs. Yeah. Right? And that's what, like, Resident Evil 1 not being that bad of a movie by itself. But then when you put in the rest of the, like, ridiculous, it shouldn't have been a six-movie franchise uh, well, I think, that came I mean, after I, it. Yeah, I have a real hatred of Resident Evil 1 just because it's like why, why is it called Resident Evil? Like it just has nothing to do with the game except for zombies and like the liquor. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean you like know, 2 remember? even though it wasn't a very good movie had more to do with like 2 and 3 than yeah. at least had well, some they, of the characters. I think they finally introduced like a, like I think they introduced in that one like Claire Redfield and like Ali Larder as Claire and they and started like and Jill, they had Jill, and then they had. Oh yeah, I, I was and... Jill. Yeah, they introduced Claire later on. That you're right. Uh, she's still wearing that stupid miniskirt outfit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, whatever. Thankfully, that's I mean, behind us. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm more excited than most movie movies based on games, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, we'll obviously get more uh, details there. So. Uh, well, that's, um, that's gonna, uh, do it for us here. Let me see, maybe I'll, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot and I'm sure there'll be again. We're now a month away from Xbox Series X launching and then almost a month away from the, uh, PS5 launching. We'll be interesting to see if we get any more secret, um, you know, pre-orders coming out or anything like that yeah um, i it, it's funny i actually listened to some old GameSpot podcasts from like 2006 yeah and they were talking about the ps3 launch and how big of a mess that was and i was just like yep it's nice to see yeah. nothing changed <laughs> and then you know the mess of a launch of the xbox one yeah so uh, yeah that'll be Interesting how that's uh, gonna work. Um, ran, I'm, I might get Randy to record something to give thoughts on Crash. I should have done that, but I'll do it for next week, I guess. And uh, Daniel's playing Baldur's Gate. Uh, I've heard right a now. lot of mixed things about that game. Yeah, I've heard a which, lot of uh, which mixed is like things. baffling. I, I heard the Ars Technica write up and they're just like, "Oh, the game's buggy and it's kind of a." Uh, oh, it is early know, access. Mess. I mean, and I'm just like, yeah. It's, that's how games should be in early access. Like I don't, it doesn't need to be fully functional. Like that's all, that's all damn point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you bought it in early access and you're expecting it to work wonderfully, then you obviously have not played early access stuff before. Yeah. Um, it's not a full release game. Uh, so yeah, it's the same thing. Like when I got the Temtem code and started playing, I very well knew that they were going to keep adding stuff to the game and they were just going to be constantly changing. And you know, that's just things that you kind of have to, understand you're buying an early access you get to play the game right now but it may not play like a great game until later yeah they'll have like the the basic ideas are in place but the polish work i mean it's months if not years off it's like yeah like get either get used to it or wait a few months or you know a year or two (laughs) yeah and i've been playing two very interesting strat two very different strategy games that are have been on uh got released on Game Pass recently that I'll talk about next week. Um uh, and yeah. More uh I don't think that there's like Cloudpunk comes out next week. 
Uh, that Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, I think, comes to other consoles. It's been on. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, more I would say it was good, apparently. Um, more Walking Dead crap. And, and Little Witch Academia is also getting a VR thing. Which, that was weird. Uh, Torchlight 3 comes out as well. Um, which that also hasn't gotten the best. Um, yeah, the early reviews of that were pretty negative also. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and. Uh, the Survivalist comes out, which is like another escapist, uh, made by the escapist people, which I'm sure if you like that, then it should be fine. I, I guess those printy games are finally coming to the Switch next yes, week. Yes, those printy 1 and 2 Exploded are coming, uh, which if you like, those games are like some underappreciated gems, that uh, really hard underappreciated gems from yeah. the PSP. Um, so cool that they're getting to come to a new system. And Robotics, No to Lead, is actually a pretty good visual novel that people should uh, check out if you're into those. And I know the game that Jens has already pre-ordered and preloaded, probably. Oni Tumbara Origin. <laughs> Are you going to re- review that again? No. <laughs> yeah, one of those dumb the games was enough. Uh, but yeah, I don't know that there's anything I'm like super... Uh, no, like I said, I mean, I've been I'm enjoying, look- yeah. I'm looking at like a... Uh, like new release list and like Pikmin 3 like later in the month maybe that's kind of about it for me yeah it's a lot of I'm, like indie smaller stuff right now and yeah. that dark the new dark pictures comes out at the end oh god as well <laughs> oh, you, might, you might get sucker viewing no that. So, maybe, um, and maybe if I could flow through it again co-op but even that like wasn't a great experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> you never know maybe you will um but I, I have been uh, playing uh, Ekenfell and was it Star? Dang it, I can't remember the name right now. Um, Jesus, okay, I think it's like Star Renegades or like I. There's like so many Star something games. Uh, yeah, Star Renegades. That's right, Star Renegades. Uh, they're both strategy games. Very interesting, but two very different ones. Um, one's more like the traditional look of a strategy game, kind of has that like top-down look, and then it kind of goes into this like RPG trading turns thing, and then Ekenfell does sort of the same thing where it's got this like 8-bit-ish, 8-16-bit-ish look, but then when you like go into a battle, it goes into like a strategy game where you move around, but you take turns. So, yeah, like kind of interesting that... uh Two games, like same genre but different, come out and come to Game Pass pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about those next week. And yeah, Mark already has the the review for um, Solitaire Conspir- Conspiracy. Yep. I'll get that posted for the next one. And yeah, just we're kind of just playing that waiting game until November when we yeah, get fall release. Yeah. That Death. and like the new consoles are the big thing. <laughs> yeah, the the new consoles and then everything coming out around it, like Yakuza and Dirt Five and um, you know Falconeer, Spider-Man. yeah, Spider Man, uh, Fuser also comes out around then. It's um, that Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory comes at Demon Souls. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. Cyberpunk. I mean, it's all coming. It's all coming. We're just gonna be inundated between the new consoles and and yeah. uh, just more more games. So 
Yeah, get that ready, folks. <laughs> get ready. But all right. Until uh, next week, you can subscribe wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Hopefully, many of you have been. And you can always review us where you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts always helps the most. But wherever it is you listen to podcasts or on Podchaser, it is uh, very lovely that you do that. So, uh, once again, shout out to Jens for helping with the editing and always listen to Chapter Select. They released, they released two new episodes, one with Judgment Part 3 and they talked about other uh, games and also their first, like, looking at video game movies. They go, they watch the Yakuza Like a Dragon, like, Japanese film or just the yeah, Like a Dragon. 2007, I think. I'll yeah. put up for a second. Yeah. So definitely should go uh, check that out too. But, um, all right. Until next time. See you later. Later.